Welcome back to that podcast you love called Sweeping the Country. I'm Derek Walker, your host. You know, every week we do a podcast on news and current world events, and then every week we sneak in a little uh, interview from the vault. We grab one of the stars that Jimmy Carter has interviewed over the years, and this week, boy, are you in for a treat. He's done so many great movies. He's a great actor. One of my favorite movies that he ever did was called Second Hand Lion. Right now, let's quit dinking around. Let's check in with Mr. Jimmy Carter. He's got the keys to the vault. We're going to unlock a great interview for you. Hey, Jimmy, how you doing today? Doing great, and I love this guy we're talking to today, Robert Duvall. Oh, me too. In fact, you sent me a soundbite from radio mm-hmm. where he's talked about actors. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah Actors yeah, yeah. are so dumb. Yes, They need to yes, keep yes. their mouth shut. <laughs> this guy is so cool. He lived in a hotel, in a little motel, crappy motel, near some recording studios in Nashville Mm. at one point where he did an album that never came out because the producer who's now passed away, it's a big mess and it never came out. But he puts his heart and so he was big friends with Johnny Cash and Waylon Jennings, big time. Mm. In fact, I think he probably stayed at, at the Cash's house, but people know him, if you've seen any, if you're any kind of movie person, the Godfather. Oh yeah, one and yeah. two. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the great Santini. That was a big deal. Lonesome Dove. That's followed him around oh, forever. I think that's maybe the most favorite thing that he did. Yes. Some people remember him as Major Frank Burns in the comedy Mash from 1970. What? That was a big deal. And uh, you know he was he was in the movie role, mm-hmm. and then it went off to be you know famous in television. But he's done so much. He's won. Well, if he'd ever did anything but Godfather, yeah, that would be enough. That and Lonesome Dove would be a resume. Oh, yeah. But I have always, always enjoyed talking to Robert Duvall. You approach this business really any differently? I mean, did you ever? Were you ever that you know intense, worried if I was going to work again, that kind of thing? Yeah, well, at times, you know, wondering. I used to work once a year, and I knew it would happen once a year. But now it's like two or three times a year. I mean, uh, it got so your career worked for itself, you know. When I was younger, I, I, I worried sometimes, but uh, financially, too. Mm-hmm. But I always figured I'd act. So as long as I could make a living, I figured somewhere I would be an actor. Weren't you a part of that bunch of folks that lived in the high-rise in New York with uh, Hoffman and that crowd? Yeah, well, I, I, Gene Hackman and I used to uh, bum around, and he said, well, this guy with a, uh, a shock of black hair and a big nose is going to come back and visit me. It was Dusty Hoffman. We all became friends, yeah, and we all used to bum around together. And have Dustin told me something about it. He used to work in a toy store. He sold a baby or something one day. Were you a part of that deal? Sold a baby? Mm-hmm. But they, he he had, put on a French accent, I remember him. So, yeah, he worked in Macy's, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, we were all roommates. My brother, Dusty, two or three other guys. And then Gene was married at the time. He lived downtown, so we all got together on Sundays, and his wife would cook Italian food. It's a pretty dangerous crew. Nice times. But, you know, when people become successful, you never see each other. It's amazing. I hadn't. I've seen Gene four or five times in all those years, and when we did the film, and it was great to work with him because we. It was like we picked up right where we left off. Your movies mean a lot to us, but do you enjoy talking about them or reminiscing about them, or you just kind of forget about them? Well, I see them once or twice, and then I let them kind of melt into the past, but I don't totally forget about them. And I don't like to see them again for a while. I like to see them in the beginning, and I like to see what's next. See what's next. Yeah. They take such a big part of your life. Yeah, Nine they months, do. Six months, sometimes a Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Well, no more weeks. More, you know, the director takes a year, but yeah. an actor eight or ten weeks. Then you're on to the next project. So, and I always try to play diverse roles. So I'm always looking for what's next. You know. Yeah. What do you do yeah. next? I was uh, going back. I have a lot of Robert Duvall films at home. So what's the first thing you think of when you think of these movies? The Godfather. 
Tom Hagen, my part, I guess, you know. Francis Coppola. Camaraderie, great camaraderie with all the guys. Jimmy Connell, it was great. You played my brother in Apocalypse Now. Really? He was first out cavalry Vietnam. He was no kidding. Yeah. He was a wacky they have a they have down Fort Hood. They have a they have a museum in Texas there. To the, the only war that ever had that helicopter service like that related to the Seventh Cavalry. hundred to these guys a hundred years ago. Is that know? a good experience? Yeah, I only worked what three weeks and then six weeks. So what a memorable part. Yeah, it was a wonderful part. You know, network. I saw that again the other day. Mm -hmm. Okay, not one of my favorites, but okay. Uh, Tender mercies. Yeah, I like that a lot. You're basically a hillbilly, aren't you? I mean, deep down, if you rubbed off all this Hollywood stuff, Robert Duvall is a hillbilly. Played well, the guitar. Whalen calls himself a hillbilly. I don't know. That's one side of me. There are other sides, too. Well, you're a complicated I'm a, guy. I'm a sure tango dancer. I love dancing tango. Oh, I know that. That's, mean, yes. that's my thing now. I mean, uh, I love that as much as, uh, as, uh, as uh, acting, although I don't get to Argentina enough. I wish I had been born there, in a way. So I have different likes and different things about me. That's why you're an actor? Yeah. And, you know, and try to let those things be expressed in my work. Was this a fun project for you, Geronimo? Oh, yeah, because I worked five weeks. I was off five. I was all over Nebraska, I mean, uh, Colorado and Utah and fishing. And then I would work a few days off a few. It was great and a good experience working with Walter Hill. Very good. And it was, it was just a good experience. I saw it there on that horse. You were riding that horse pretty good. Yeah, well, I like horses. Yeah, I, I do. I feel pretty well. So you play the guitar. You use the guitar. I don't play. Use the guitar. I play rhythm. I don't really. You're use. out I, there I, with I, the guitar. You hold it well. Yeah, I, I admire guys. We know you sing. It. I've seen you in studio singing. So I mean, there's a lot of stuff about you that you could make a home in Nashville and we could and live very comfortably. Yeah, I like Nashville. It's a wonderful little town. I like. I it remember when you stayed in this motel. Yeah. Off of uh, Thompson Lane there for a while. I said Robert Duvall is staying. Right, that little place with yeah. Dumpy Hotel. On the it, album that never came out. Right. On the album that we never. I said I knew we were going to hear this thing, and it's still ten years later, I and I still haven't heard it. It's the, it's, the, it's the biggest puzzle of my life, but I don't question it anymore. But I like going down and visiting Waylon and Jesse and June and Johnny, you know, Johnny Cash. Good people to be around. A lot of fun. There are a lot of good. Oh, actors. do they eat? Do they eat well down there with all the southern cooking? Oh boy, cornbread. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesse See, right, says that Waylon says I go over to Johnny's house and and then I go over and tell him how good he cooks, and I go over to their house and brag on them like I'm putting the two households against each other. The they chefs. feed you black-eyed peas oh, and cornbread everything. and stuff like that, nice. And then June Carter has a thing called tomato. She calls them mater dumplings. Tomato dumplings. It's almost like a gnocchi. It's wonderful. It's a mountain dish. They put that dough in there, and the tomato is wonderful. Yeah, fattening stuff. You know, and those people you talk about, every one of those people are great actors. Or natural have potential actors. to be yeah. naturally yeah, great actors. Johnny, of course. Johnny, the Waylon, good thing when he played June. when he played that illiterate. Yeah, and, and June when she played that uh, mountain uh, mystic woman. You know, Waylon's yeah. an actor. Oh yeah. In fact, my preacher project, June's going to be in it, yeah. yeah. Amazing people. I wish you'd come see us in Nashville more. It's great seeing you today. Yeah, it's been a while, but I, I like it down there. That, yeah. Texas, too. I love Texas. Man of many seasons. All right. Yeah. See you downstairs at the Four Seasons. You bet. All I right. love this hotel. He's in so many movies that, you know, Apocalypse Now, obviously, The Great Santini was a small film, but a lot of people really liked it. Obviously, The Godfather. Mm -hmm. Tender Mercies was one Boy, that I, a lot of people I really, really that. liked. Uh, I remember he played uh, in Days of Thunder, that Tom Cruise movie. Oh, yeah. About NASCAR. Yep, he did. He, he, he did that. Oh, and a great movie he was in with Michael Douglas falling down. Oh, I love that movie where he did. Michael That's Douglas really, just snapped. And you snapped, loved yeah. uh, Secondhand Lions and The Judge. Yeah, both really good. In fact, I thought uh, I thought of you when I, when I saw The Judge, and we've known each other for many, many years, 
And I saw that movie just a few years back. Somebody recommended it to me. And Robert Duvall is uh, the father of Robert Downey Jr. And he, he never really gives yeah. him any respect or anything. And uh, finally, I don't want to give the movie away, but they mend their relationship to a certain extent. But the movie's fantastic. Your dad's a judge. I just thought, man, this yeah. is, I mean, I don't know what your relationship was. Probably nothing like Robert. No, Downey our relationship Jr. was good, but this one, I mean, I really, really, I understood it though a lot. Yeah, great. Let's keep great talking movie. to Robert Duvall. All right, you're the cover of everything. You know, this oh, really? Oscar race business, do you, it's kind of like a high school election. Yeah. For class president, isn't it? How do you deal with all that stuff? Well, it's political, you know, you mean like Oscars and awards? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can be political. But if those things happen in your in your favor, that's good. You mean, but and you have to play the game a little bit, don't yeah, you? Yeah, a little bit, yeah, I guess, you know. But it's, uh, you know, that's, I, I'm not going to say it's not important because it's great if it, those things happen. But, it, you know, it's definitely secondary to trying to get something done. First. But the awards help the sale of a film. Oh yeah, don't they? No, I mean no, that's no, really that's the motivation true. for and, you. It's not an ego thing. It's yeah, a, and October it's a Films has, has, has bought my film, and I've been reimbursing. They're terrific. October Films. They're doing a great job publicity and everything. So, you know, I'm, I'm in good hands. The other two times I've directed a personal project, we were floundering, mm -hmm. but now we we're in good hands, and it's it, it's going well. You know, the thing about this movie is that you're almost a little too good. There's some, uh, deep down in your past somewhere, there is an old Pentecostal preacher running around. Could you be. were really good in this. Oh, thanks. I enjoyed playing these. But you know what? And going back to the days when I used to go to Shady Grove outside of Nashville, mm -hmm. there's Sister Jewel's church down there, <laughs> and Paul Baggett's church down in Nashville I've been to. Good preachers, you know, and good, good people. You can't help but get caught up in that when you go to one of those things. If no one, if you've never been, it's really an experience yeah, it's wonderful. to do yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. It must be very physically exhausting. For someone to play a role like that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true in one way, but yet on the other hand, when it go, something goes well, no matter how exhausting, when it goes well on a given day, that's kind of an exhilaration process rather than saying, "Oh, I'm so tired." If it really go, if it doesn't go as well, then you're tired. But if it goes well, you could have been doing it all night, and you say, "Oh, I feel great. Let's do some more." You know. But I don't think you've ever had a role that had this much energy, and you were going at it the whole no, time. No, like not that. not so much. No, it's it's you know, and then you have to find the uh, the balancing moments of the quiet moments and the. No, it's, it was a wonderful experience to work on. It's a wonderful, uh, it's an interesting community, the whole religious community, it really is. It, it must be interesting getting on the inside. Now you, what you go do, watch a couple of these guys over time and then kind of get the spirit? Oh yeah, through the years I went to churches all over the United States, Los Angeles, uh, New Orleans. You Did know, they know New they were being spied on? Some, some, <laughs> well, yeah, because if I was not a, a somewhat well-known actor, then I, I could go in, but going in, I was at, you know, I, they knew going in. But they accepted me, you know, black churches, white churches. My girlfriend's from Argentina, when she came up, I started my research process again, and we went all over the churches in Northern Virginia. She finally said, Bobby, you think we'll ever go to any white churches? We're going to all the wonderful black preachers of Virginia there. Just I mean, pretty soon we're going to be panel. watching TV late night, you know, and it's going to be 1-800-Duvall yeah. on there. You know, hey, come see me, and it's going right. to be some late night thing you're going to yeah. be on. It'll be funny. June Carter Cash, your thoughts on her? I know you're close to that yeah, family she, anyway. Yeah, she played my mother. You know, we put some nice makeup on her, and she, she did a wonderful job, and she's always been kind of connected with the project. And she's been, you know, difficult to get in touch with lately because Johnny's been yeah. pretty ill. And, but then he was wonderful and he took some songs he'd recorded already because he couldn't, he was going to record for the album, but he's not been f doing yeah, well. Know. So we took one of his, uh, I Come to the Garden Alone, it's beautiful the way he does, just with a guitar, beautiful. This whole Merle Haggard story thing, are you going to yeah. clean him up? I mean, are you going to make him, you know, squeaky clean in his story? Because oh, no, no, Merle's this, got a lot of edges Oh, no, on no, it. this is totally that 
what led him to prison. When he's like 18, we have to find a good young actor. All that craziness that led him to, to jail, you know, more than em emphasizing his great musical. So you're career. not going to spit polish, oh, Merle Haggard. Not, not and, even, not and he close. doesn't want you spit polish. Not does close. He? Not even close. No. They show the, the, the rough edges, yeah, for what sure. What kind of young actor can play this? I heard you mention maybe Leonardo DiCaprio. No, I don't think, no, he's, no, a, he's a little too... Very, no, 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 I never mentioned him. Oh, he's someone a, did no, in no, the no, press. No, 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 he's a very good actor. Yeah, I don't see him as that. Uh, and a guy like Brad Pitt or Johnny Depp, but they, they, they might be a touch too old, I'm not sure, because, you know, or a guy like Ed Norton. You know, there's some wonderful young actors around, but you have to get somebody young enough that looks 18. Wouldn't that be a good part for somebody? That's such oh, a rich character. Terrific part, you know. In, in but there's always a danger playing somebody who's alive, though. Well, exactly. I mean, uh, uh, in Coal Miner's Daughter, yeah. C.C. Spacek did it so well. And, uh, but it can be done, and, and Merle's going to narrate it, oh. the real Merle, and, and write some new songs, and he'll, and, you know, do some singing. But, but, but you have to find somebody Hopefully they can sing, or if not, they'll lip sync his younger voice. I can't wait. Maybe you ought to heal somebody. Say yeah. hallelujah. Right. Hallelujah, Mr. Devon. Good to see you, sir. Nice to see you. Okay. You know, one thing this guy loves is the tango. <laughs> he Dancing? loves to dance, what? and he's a, great, he's a great tango dancer. And I think he would live in South America if he could, but instead <laughs> he lives in Virginia. But love he loves, you know, it's just these folks have different, different things, you know, and we've talked about so many different things over the years with him. Uh, he's just a straight shooter. Mm. I mean, the guy's a straight shooter, born in 1931, so he's one of the older actors that we have. Yeah. And he was born in San Diego, but I think he was the father of a military guy. He was in the, in the Navy. Uh, he said he grew up primarily around Annapolis. Mm. He was a Navy brat. Oh, and yeah. I guess you can kind of tell that by some of his roles. You make acting look so easy. Have you ever thought about that, that that's part of the deal is not to be caught acting? I never catch you acting. Well, it's, it's, I always say it's, I try to be offhand about it. I think, you know, and even in life, it, in emotional situations, sometimes people, there's a relaxation even within emotional scenes in life, so to speak. So I try to approximate that in my work. Has it evolved over the years? You used to, yeah. try, you used to try too hard, you think, well, when you first I used to, Yeah, at times, and, and I used to, sometimes even when it worked, I had to try to get to that point. And sometimes I would get to it okay, but... Uh, it does become more through the years by not worrying about where it's going to go. What's the hardest kind of scene to do for you? Is it the kind where you have to just be quiet and listen? No, I don't. Those are easy? What's the hardest, you say? Yeah, the hardest kind of thing Sometimes for you. Sometimes the hardest is just to take a glass and put over there and come back and sit down. Sometimes mechanical things kind of, kind of, kind of mess you up. But I try not to think of it, any of it as hard. I think given days are harder than other days, just to get going. Some days, like, like yeah, some days I don't even, feel like doing this. It's I mean, not you even, even the scene so much. It's just get going yourself. You what know? about when you got, like, maybe something, a tree, your favorite tree has fallen down on the farm or something like that. You know, who knows what's, what gets in our lives. Do you just, is it pretty easy for you to your mind to just cut things off? Can be, yeah. I can have a good way of cutting things off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's just the way you are? Mm -hmm. Are you a pretty complicated soul? Could be. I mean, I think everybody has their complications. I'm sure I have mine. Yeah, I'm sure I have my complications. Like peeling back an onion, sometimes you probably find things about yourself you don't know, don't you? Yeah, well, you know, you find it in your work, too. You know, I don't consciously try to you know, discover it, but, you know, I think. I just try to go along day to day, as, as I do in my work, you know, moment to moment, and see what happens. Now, how do you rest? I mean, how does Robert, what, what do you do on a weekend if you don't have anything to do for, like, two days? What would you like to do? What's a good weekend for you? 
I just hang out with. What I like to do most, I think, it is more important, is as important as anything in life, is go have lunch or dinner with friends and sit for a couple hours and talk. That, to me, is the the beginning and the end of it all. Just the whole court. Not having to be somewhere. Yeah, I like that. And then sleep in, do whatever. But I like to get together with people and just hang out and eat, talk. I, I like that a lot. Do you get into music very much? Does that help you relax? Not too much. Yeah, I, I, well, I listen to certain music, yeah. Yeah, I like to listen to music. Do so. you play games? Like you're playing chess in this movie. Do you find yourself a game player? I used to play a lot of tennis, but I haven't lately. So, I, uh, you know, not so much. Not you so used much. to dance. Yeah, I dance a lot. Is that for is that for exercise or is that for everything? Fun? Everything. It's just I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's good. Ex excellent exercise. You know, a lot of country people like to dance. Yeah, they're good dancers. You know, that's a big that's good a big dancers. thing for country. But dancing doesn't seem to be as in style sometimes. You know, they, I think we go through times in our period when we are yeah, dancing. No, they dance well in Texas, really well. Texas push, Texas two step, and then uh, the Carolina the shag. Can you do all that stuff? Well, I do my own swing. I don't do the shag. I do my own swing and uh, salsa, tango, and uh, like you know, you see, I met, I had a party down. I always throw a good party when I'm working, a really good party. Like in Buenos Aires, when I did, I and I threw a great party. <laughs> I went till six in the morning. Like when I was in South Carolina working on a job, and, and I had Charlie and Jackie Wombo over eight times national shag champions. Nice people, boy, can really dance. Whew. And she can do anything. You can lead her in anything. Other dancers and. And I said, hey, you're terrific people. I can't get over how country you are. She's so country. It's great. But, you know, I, I don't do the shy. I do other things, and I, I enjoy it. It's, it's good, good exercise, good therapy. Uh, do, do you ever, is it weird for you sometimes? I mean, you're so well-known. You can't go anywhere without people looking and pointing and doing all that. Is that kind of weird sometimes, being yeah, part of the Yeah, as I always say, it's enough to be uh, flattering, but not so much to be a nuisance, you know. It, it's It's... I don't like it at dinner tables, but it's okay. I mean, I don't, I don't find that it curse as much as some of these high-profile guys like, I don't know, some of these other actors, you know, that really get nailed a lot. I, you know, I get recognized a lot because of different characters I play, and different groups recognize me for different things. A lot of young kids, hey, man, you did colors, or, or people in the military, hey, you were in the great Santini. Did you ever get in the car and just drive, you know, somewhere and go get gas and do normal stuff? People pretty much leave you alone. <clears throat> oh yeah, oh easy. Oh yeah, my community in Virginia where I live, I'm, I'm never bothered. No, I'm just like another guy. But in the airports and things like that. You know? Yeah, sometimes <clears throat> that happens, which is nice. But it passes and it's okay. It's it's a complimentary thing, and and I enjoy it. It's never so much that it's a nuisance. When you read a script, I mean, what what does it take to get you turned on to something? I mean, is it? Do you know it the first time when you see it, or you have to go back and read it again, or? I mean, what's, what's, what rings your bell? Well, usually it's the first time, and then uh, it's, it's something in the, in the character that, like, uh, if I haven't done before, something I'm going to do, you know, something new, like a wrinkle that I want to do. And I think of the director, who's the director, and then the overall piece, but I, I still have to be attracted somewhat to the character. Does it matter who your co-stars are, really? Probably does. Yeah, I think of that, yeah. That can ex ex excite you or spur you on. Did you use a stunt butt yeah, in this yeah. movie? That was a stunt yeah, butt. Yeah, it was a stunt <laughs> butt. I would have used my own butt, but I wasn't around, so I didn't want to come in that day. Yeah. 
I was worried about that. I didn't know if Mr. Duvall came in and did a stunt butt or not. Right. Nice seeing you again. Yes, sir. All right. Okay. <laughs> Just a great actor. I think probably one of, one of the best actors ever. I've always had a lot of respect for Robert Duvall. Yep. And Me too. I, I was shocked. I had this discussion with my wife in the car, and I got to verify it with you because I haven't had a chance to look it up. But she said she thought that he was in To Kill a Mockingbird. Is that true? That was 1960-something. Yeah, he was. 1962, he You're played kidding. Boo Radley. But he had a lot of, you know, he was in theater mostly during that time. Mm -hmm. And he had a little bitty movie role. He was in the, the movie Bullet. I think he played a cab driver or something. I do not and, remember. And, you know, a little bitty something. He was also in the 1963, The Twilight Zone and The Outer Limits. But, man, he hit, uh, I, 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 there are movies that I've never seen. Yeah, uh, the Rambling Rose, 1991. Boy, and The Handmaid's Tale, hadn't seen that. Mm -mm. Colors was a real good one. Oh yeah, I think that was Sean Penn, wasn't it? Yeah, I do I think believe he was yeah. in that with yeah. him. Yeah, 1988, and then he was in The Natural with uh, Robert Redford, 1984. Oh, yeah. He got the Oscar movies. for Tender Mercies, but he was also in that great western that I don't know that a lot of people saw with Kevin Costner. What was and, it called? Uh, do you it remember? was on the range or the open range. Open I think. range. Open range yeah. yeah, was yeah. the name of it. So anyway, great guy. I always love talking to him. And uh, he's just, you know, his work is just amazing. Yeah, Robert Duvall, uh, just a great actor. And as we go on, of course, this from The Vault, you've got so many uh, interviews that you have over the years with uh, Hollywood actors and, uh, you know, politicians and all that kind of stuff. And I know we're looking ahead to the next week. What do you got in the bag for the next Vault episode? Yeah, we, he's been in the news, so we've got to do Bruce Willis. Yep, definitely. Tune in uh, next time. We'll release it next week. As we do, one from The Vault every week and one with current news and world events. Thank you so much for joining us today on Sweeping the Country. Catch us next time. And if you have to get in touch in the meantime, head over to AskJimmyCarter.com. You can shoot him an email there or WalkerDerek at gmail.com. Till next time, good day. <laughs>